EO Fire, 1225. I have a weird one for this. Take more showers. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. EOFire.com is your go-to resource for everything you need to rock your entrepreneurial journey. Ignite. Hey, Fire Nation, no sponsors for this episode because I wanted to take a moment to celebrate the official launch publicly of the Freedom Journal. You can now grab it at thefreedomjournal.com. It's also available on Amazon. So no matter where you are in the world, whether you already have a Freedom Journal in your hands and want another one or to give one to your loved one or a friend, simply visit thefreedomjournal.com and snag your copy today. What's shaking, Fire Nation? JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jesse Tevelo. Jesse, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, what's up? I'm ready to ignite, man. Jesse is the author of The Connection Algorithm, a number one bestseller on Amazon. His book's message is simple. Take risks, defy the status quo, and live your passions. He's also an alumni of Techstars and the previous co-founder of a multi-million dollar gaming company. Jesse, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Uh, Sure, man. Thanks for that amazing intro. That sounded fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, I've been uh, been involved in the uh, startup world for a long time. Um, Did my own startup for about seven years, and that was most of my adult career has been that. And then for the past about two years, almost now, uh, I've been working on books and became an author. And um, my first book, The Connection Algorithm, came out and did really well. And so now I'm working on some new stuff, working on a new one, uh, actually a couple new books and uh, some other business ventures as well. So I stay pretty busy. You're a busy guy. And I'm excited we got you for our nice little 25 to 30 minute chat today. <laughs> and excited to talk about your journey, Jesse, as an entrepreneur, because it's been pretty fascinating with Techstars and the gaming company. But before we get into all that jazz, I want to talk about today, present times, and how you, Jesse Tevelo, generate revenue. So break it down for us. First of all, you know, it's products. So books, um, obviously the connection algorithm um, is my first book, and then I'm working on um, some others. So, you know, you put those out, uh, depending on how well they do, they can do great and, um, you know, or, or not so great. So it sort of depends. Um, there's also a life cycle on those. So, you know, with that, um, my mentality at least is to try to go as high quality as I can, but also create products with some frequency. So, so I'm sure we'll talk about the, the sure. new stuff a little bit further in the, in the show. But, um, so that's one. Um, then there's businesses. Um, and I have, a, I have a business venture that's also kind of brand new. Um, we'll talk about that as well. Um, then there's uh, contract work. So I'm actually an editor with um, Book in a Box right now, which uh, Book in a Box is Taylor or uh, Tucker Max's um, new publishing startup. Um, so I've been doing working with them, and that's been pretty cool. Um, then there's consulting is another one. Um, there's services sort of listed on my website, and that's sort of just if if anyone wants to to reach out, you know, I, I put it out there for people. Um, and then finally, and this one's kind of crazy maybe to some people, but hey, I got to put it all in there. The, sh- the sharing economy. I do, I've used Airbnb a ton. I've done Lyft and Uber, tried experimenting with that stuff. Um, any, anything to try to figure out how to, how to get some extra income coming in. Um, and then, you know, some stocks. I have some stocks and that, you know, that money just sort of sits there and grows a little bit. 
No, I love it. And I mean, I say all the time, when I had first moved back to San Diego in 2009, if Uber and Lyft were around then, like I would have loved that. Like I was like, what can I do out here? I don't know anybody. Like what should I start off with? That's just a great way to start putting some coin in the pocket, meeting some people, getting around, actually doing something like that's progressive and having some fun. So exactly, definitely Fire Nation all about extending that runway for whatever you have because the thing that entrepreneurs usually run out of is time. So always extend that runway. Exactly. Now, Jesse, let's kind of get into your journey as an entrepreneur because you've had some ups, you've had some downs, you've had some successes and some failures. But I want you to start with your worst entrepreneurial moment and take us down to that ground level and tell us that story. The worst or lowest entrepreneurial moment I would say would have to be when I was fired from my own startup that I co-founded. Mm. So I had been working there for, for seven years um, and you know was there from day one. And it was just one of those things where when me and my partners had that talk and it was like, you know, you should move on. And it was something that had sort of been in the works for a while. I could feel it. They could feel it. And, you know, looking back, it was absolutely the best thing for everyone. And I'm, I'm glad that it happened. Um, but in that moment, it's just so difficult to deal with something like that when you've been involved with something for so long and from the beginning and from the core. Um, and, uh, you know, when that happened, um, it was actually about a five or six month period, um, after we sort of had that talk that I left. So I was there for a while, just sort of in this, in this sort of in-between state. And I think maybe the very lowest was was after that entire waiting period, then finally the day where I was, you know, sort of leaving that chapter of my life and going on to the next thing. And I remember just being in my apartment, like, what do I do now? You know, like yeah. I, I had been working on this thing for nearly a decade and I was, you know, 30 something, 30, I don't know, 30, 31 at the time. And it was just like, crap. <laughs> what, 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 like I just spent all that time and, and it was tough. That was, it was really tough. It becomes your identity. And when something becomes your identity, it's hard to see a time in the future when that no longer is your identity until that future just kind of descends upon you out of nowhere. And, you know, I got to say, Jesse, so, you know, people like, like looking through the, the intro and seeing that you were the co-founder of a multi-million dollar gaming company, you know, and then kind of hearing that, you know, you're to put money in your pocket, doing things like Uber and Lyft. I mean, how does that work? How does a co-founder of a multi-million dollar gaming company not really just find himself on easy street right now? And when I, when I'm, reason why I'm kind of pulling into this is because, you know, we hear a lot of things out there and a lot of entrepreneurs like see these big numbers and these IPOs and these big exits. But, you know, the reality is sometimes something different. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a great point. You know, I, I think that's a great thing to touch on, you know, for, for everyone out there, Fire Nation listening, like you hear all the big stories and the headlines and all these things. But the reality of it is that, you know, life is hard for everyone and there's ups and downs for everyone. And, you know, that was the situation that I was in as well, you know, and um, when I left the company, they, they, they bought back a lot of my shares. And so I was able to survive for quite a while off of that. So that was, you know, going back to the income thing, that was another thing that, that sort of came in, came into play. Um, so, you know, I got that benefit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I had sort of moved on from that. And so I was sort of back to, to ground zero. And, um, the biggest thing that I realized at that moment in my life was that, I needed to focus on passion. 
I needed to focus on passion and not, not, you know, financial gain or fame or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. It, it needed to be passion. And so, um, I don't know if this is where you're leading JLD, but you know, it gets, <laughs> it gets into the aha moment. Of, oh man, let's what? just keep on rolling into that then. Let's roll, man. So, so, you know, that's what happened in that moment is like, okay, you know, I, I, I wanted to be one of those guys in the headlines, you know, but that's a lot of that stuff just isn't really, you know, that's like you talk here about like, you know, Facebook or YouTube or Snapchat. And it's like, that's like the point zero 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 one percent of what actually happens to people. And I just realized that I shouldn't be chasing that. I should be chasing what gets my heart pumping. I should be chasing the thing that makes me want to get up in the morning and, you know, be excited for the day. And so that was sort of my big aha moment after I was in that low. And I know everyone who comes on, on EO Fire says that, but it's true. You know, that's <laughs> what happens. You go down, you start, you know, you have a cathartic experience or moment and then, and then you rise up again. And I, I remember what it was is I, I had always wanted to write a book and I was like, well, if there's any time to do this, this is the time. And then I reached out to one of my mentors and advisors, um, Brad Feld, who's just an incredible guy, yes. incredible investor, author, all kinds of stuff. Um, but I got really close with him through Techstars. And so I called him up and I said, Hey, I think I'm thinking about doing this thing, you know, and, and he knew that I had moved on from the company at that point. And I said, you know, here's the concept of the book. And the whole concept of the book was that you need to take risks in life. And the, the more risks you take, sort of the more opportunities are, that are going to open up. And even if you experience failure, if you take these risks, you usually fall down at a higher point. Let me say that again. If you take the risks and you fall down, you still land at a higher point than where you started. And that was sort of the crux of my book, The Connection Algorithm. And I told it to Brad and he was like, I love it. And at that moment when, when Brad just gave me that, like, that, that quick little validation, it sort of turned everything around for me and that set me on the new path of sort of what I've been doing for the last few years now. I mean, one thing that I'm really getting out of this, Jesse, is listen, Fire Nation, you are going to fail as an entrepreneur. So why not fail at something that fires you up rather than fail at something that inspires no passion in you? I mean, failure is that next stepping stone towards success. So why not have that failure on that stepping stone be something that you are just passionate about, excited about, because that is a reality. I mean, Jesse, what do you think about that concept? Yeah, absolutely. And I would also add that, you know, um, like go big, go big with it. You know, like it, the bigger you go with it, I think the more opportunity you have, even in failure to land higher. And so it's just all about this magnitude of the type of work that you're, that you're doing. Yeah. There's a great book I love called the magic of thinking big. Cause it is true. Like if you're going to think, why not just think big? If you're going to try something, why not try something big? And you know, it's a super corny saying, but it kind of gets the point across, like shoot for the moon because if you miss, guess what? You landed amongst the stars and why don't you <laughs> want to be amongst the stars? Now, Jesse, I don't want to go into a deep overview. Maybe just kind of give us the, you know, the 100 foot experience, but you know, a lot of people are super interested about Y Combinator and Techstar. So can you kind of just give us a quick rundown about what that experience was like for you? Amazing. That's the, that's the word I'll, I'll use. I mean, Techstars really changed my life. I think accelerator programs are just, 
they're just incredible. Um, such an such an inspiring new development, sort of in the entrepreneurial world. And you know, before they they existed, it was really tough to get things going. And you know, they've become a lot more competitive. When I did TechStars, it was the first year, and so it was like no one really even knew what it was at that point. But um, amazing experience. You meet all kinds of people. The network is ridiculous. I mean, I still have connections with all kinds of people. Um, there's a there's a really really rich community that only people you know within TechStars have access to. And so it's just done done crazy things for me and I'm, I'm really close with david and brad still after you know almost 10 years so uh if you really do want to get into to entrepreneurship and you think you could could maybe apply to one of those programs i would definitely recommend it yeah and i mean the competition has gone up but also there's a ton more now than there were back when you did it i mean they're cropping right. up in every city in every country and there's a lot of cool opportunities fire nation so Jesse, you have a lot of strengths as an entrepreneur, but let's kind of break down what you consider your biggest weakness. So my biggest weakness, and you're going to laugh, but I, I think that it's, um, so I think it's focusing, um, finishing and going big enough. I think it's the, the shooting for the moon thing that we just covered because I, I have a lot of hustle, uh, but I think I, I need more discipline when it comes to grinding really deep and going really big. I tend to sort of, you know, with the connection algorithm, I didn't go as big as I could have. I didn't, I didn't reach out to as many people as I could have or tried to, you know, build up the launch as much as I could have. So I think if I had spent a little more time grinding deeper into it, I probably, it probably would have done even better. Now let's talk about that for a second. You said grinding deeper. Are you kind of referring to going more niche, maybe finding your unique value proposition? I mean, what exactly does that mean, grinding deeper? So I actually didn't mean it as the niche. That's a great way of looking at it too. I agree with that. Um, but I meant it as in like doing something really substantial. So with, uh. with the book, I mean, I mean, I could have spent more time sort of like dialing up, um, you know, the launch strategy and, and getting on more podcasts and sort of getting, getting the marketing end of it really, really big. Cause I just thought to myself, eh, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. I've always wanted to write a book, but I don't know if it's going to do anything. And so I didn't shoot high enough. I didn't go to the moon with it. I just sort of, you know, aimed, aimed a little bit high. And so I think I could have gone deeper and that takes discipline. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to, to believe in yourself that much. And it's hard to then, uh, when I say grind, I mean that because it takes a lot of hard work to, to go, to go, to aim high. Do you think some of that is because when we actually do go big, it puts us in a spotlight of sorts? Like all of a sudden, okay, I'm seeing Jesse push his book left and right. And he's, you know, pulling favors and he's on these podcasts and, you know, now you, Jesse, there's kind of some pressure of saying like, hey, like this should go to number one bestseller. Like I'm pushing this in the public spotlight. And so now we have this kind of fear of saying, man, am I going to be publicly shamed if this doesn't do well? But, you know, if you don't really kind of get it out there that much, you can always just be like, yeah, you know, I had a lot of things going on. I kind of just kind of let that kind of slide off the table a little bit. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. When you that's that's probably the hardest thing about it, and that's probably why I did did it with the connection algorithm. You know, there's that doubt, like, is this going to actually work or not? And so, you know, I, I don't think there's an easy solution for that. I think you just have to really dig inside yourself and go, you know what, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to go big on it, and we'll see what happens. Jesse, what's your biggest strength? I'd say my biggest strength is is the passion side of it. I, I get really passionate. I get um, really excited about things, and and I think that that is really the driving force that sort of makes me live this life that's maybe a little bit 
unconventional. Yeah. I think it started to become more conventional, but but as of now, I, I think I'm more on the unconventional side in terms of how I live my life, and it's all based on passion. But I'll tell you, this world is moving towards unconventional. So what is unconventional oh, yeah. is becoming conventional in the flesh. Absolutely. So Jesse, you have a lot of awesomeness going on right now, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? So I have one thing and then I'm going to break it into three things that, that I'm working on that relate to that one thing. So it's exactly what you just said, which is the entrepreneurial movement. And I just, I feel like it's, it's this thing. It's happening. You, JLD, are driving it. Ooh, Other yeah. people out there are driving it. You know, Fire Nation's, you know, excited about it. It's, it's this thing. It's happening. And that's one of the reasons I wrote the connection algorithm too, is I felt that, that current. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and I, I'd love to just give a quick shout out sure. to the, to what I'm doing and tell the community. So three quick things. Um, two books and one one business venture that I'm that I'm just getting off the ground. So first thing and this is crazy but I hope Fire Nation likes this is I wrote a book um in the last 10 days. So I'm actually on day 7 right now. Um <laughs> and I and I want to I'm saying 10 days cuz I want to launch it in right. the next couple days. But it's called Hustle and what happened is I was working on another book and I was going really big with it and and so I'm trying to shoot for the moon on on that one. But I I was I was sort of feeling bogged down in it. And I think that's one of the problems of doing something so big. I'm, you know, I'm doing interviews with all kinds of crazy people. I'm doing a bunch of research, all that stuff. So I thought, how can I break this up? And I think sometimes, you know, this is a good tip. You know, you sometimes you need to break things up. You need to sort of shake things, shake things up a little bit, get your momentum going. So I thought, what if I write a book as quickly as I possibly can and go the complete opposite route? And so that's what I did. And for the last, literally, John, like the last like five or six days, I've just been hustling super hard to write this book called Hustle. And it's about this whole concept. Um, it's been really fun. It's going to be out um, probably in the next few days. And so if people are interested in checking it out, it's really gritty. It's really fast paced. It's really motivational. Um, it should be on Amazon or on my site by the time this this airs. And, oh, so, and so, yeah, I'll do my best to, um, we'll, 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 uh, link up on that and I'll make sure that the book is either completely free or, or significantly discounted on, on the day that, yeah, on the day that this airs. So anyone listening, if you want to check that out. Um, and by the way, if you, if you're listening later and you're just going through John's archives on this stuff and looking at EO fire episodes and you're listening to this and you, uh, and the price is up and you don't want to spend the money, just email me. I'll send you a PDF. I'll send you a free PDF copy of it. Jesse, what a rock star. <laughs> the next one is my big project, my big book, which is called The Dawn of Books. And that's about the publishing industry and how writing books is almost becoming like uh, a startup in it of itself in terms of writing books and how you can use books and writing books and using, using that as a way to get into entrepreneurship. Um, that'll be out probably Q2 or Q3 of this year. So again, that's called the dawn of books. And then the last thing is a business that I'm just launching. Um, it's called proto lift and proto lift is, um, I know we don't have a lot of time, so I won't go into too much detail, but it's basically a mobile app prototyping company. And so I've been really involved with startup stuff, with building apps. I have a bunch of app ideas my, of my own. And I saw that there was a difficulty in getting things off the ground. And so ProtoLift is that first step. So if you have an idea, if you're, if you're someone out there that's got an app idea for a mobile app, um, check out ProtoLift. It's just P-R-O-T-O-Lift.com. 
dot com. And uh, we're going to try to get get more apps built basically by getting that first step of getting a prototype um, as quickly as possible. Well, Fire Nation, as you can tell, Jesse has a lot of awesomeness going on right now, and we have a lot of awesomeness awaiting you in the lightning rounds, but we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Again, Fire Nation, no sponsors, just a celebration that anybody that is hearing my voice right now in any corner of the world can order their own Freedom Journal to be shipped today to their doorstep over at thefreedomjournal.com. So if you are ready to knock over that one big domino and start that chain reaction of awesome in your life, if you want to set and accomplish your number one goal with that critical focus in this very unique step-by-step process that I developed in the course of over a year and 1,300 interviews with successful and inspiring entrepreneurs. It's all waiting for you at thefreedomjournal.com. This is your year, Fire Nation. Let's ignite. Jesse, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I think just the fear of not knowing enough. You know, and it's one of those things like chicken before the egg, right? Like you want to know a bunch before you get started, but you got to just get started to learn. And so it was just fear. What's the best advice you've ever received? I have a weird one for this. Take more showers. Ooh. This is advice that was given to me by my father. And um, I would always talk to him and say, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I've hit a wall or I'm not sure what I'm doing with this project or that project. And he would just always ask me, have you taken a shower yet today? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say, uh, I would think about it and be like, sometimes it'd be like, oh, you know, I didn't, Actually, I didn't no. take a shower. And he's like, you should shower. And, and it just was this thing where it's like, if you shower, it's just this great place where you kind of wash everything away. You, you can get more inspired. You know, all your thoughts and worries sort of fade out and your mind just gets set free. There's something about the water flowing over you. And so I, you know, I sometimes I take three or four showers a day. <laughs> hey, I have so many great ideas in the shower that actually have yeah. this like underwater writing pad that says, never let a good idea go down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. All the good ideas come in the shower. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Well, taking showers is one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I do the other, I sort of the other stuff that's getting popular these days, meditation. Um, I think um, focusing on constantly moving, and that's that's what my, the book Hustle that I wrote is about. It's about constant motion. That's that's sort of a strategy that I always come back to whenever I'm feeling like I'm in a lull. I just say to myself, constant motion, constant motion, keep putting stuff out there um, and realize that there are no rules. There aren't any rules like I can tell you to do something one way. Someone else can tell me to do something the other way. It really doesn't matter. You have to just think about, you know, what you think is going to work or what you want to do and, and go for it. Share an Internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. So I like um, Asana which is a product uh, management software. It's fantastic. And I also love um, Google Docs. I use Google Docs for everything. So Jesse, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join the connection algorithm, hustle, and future, the dawn of books on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? That book would be, and I love this because it's not a typical one and it's new. It's by a very new author, but it's 
called The End of Jobs by Taylor Pearson. You guys got to read this book. Um, Taylor and I have become friends because I reached out to him over email because I saw his book showing up um, on my books page on Amazon. And I was like, what is this? And it's just an incredible book about this shift into entrepreneurship. um, Why typical sort of standard corporate jobs are sort of going by the wayside and why entrepreneurship is actually almost a safer bet at this point and provides much more upward mobility into the future. So it's really, really good. End of jobs. Check it out. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. And Jesse, do you turn your books into Audible? I do. Yeah. yeah. So that, that should be available for nice. audio as well. Jesse, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love this question, and I'm, I was well aware of it listening to all your shows. <laughs> um, and I think I have a cool but sort of silly answer. Nice. And the answer is I would do exactly what I'm already doing. Um, And I'll go into what that is. So I would brainstorm ideas for the best new book or best new app or best best new podcast idea ever. I would say, okay, I I, I like this one. I like that one. Um, I'd settle on something. I would um, go to an internet cafe or somewhere, get online. I'd use the internet to sort of try to gauge interest. Um, you know, ask questions on Quora and Twitter, figure out if it looks like there's there's interest for what I'm trying to do. Um, check Amazon, you know, check all kinds of different things online to see what's going on. Um, then I would create an MVP, a minimum viable product. I would just start getting to work on it. If it's a book, you know, start writing a couple chapters. If it's an app, um, I would use design tools like Envision, Photoshop to design, you know, what I was thinking about. Um, then maybe start trying to build some buzz in the background while I'm working on it. Create a Facebook page um, that talks about my idea. Um, start reaching out to people on social media. Maybe email some big influencers in the space. Like if I'm writing a book about, you know, I don't know, um, email marketing, you know, reach out to some of the top email marketers and see if they're they're into it. Maybe even get an endorsement from one of them potentially. Um, you know, then maybe run a Kickstarter campaign, raise some more funds if I need it. Um, it, it. Using that, I could probably hire one or two people to get some efficiency into the project and some legitimacy behind it. Um, then I would launch, and if it was doing great, I would double down on it. And if it wasn't working, I would start that whole process over again. Um, and you know, that's exactly what I did with with Hustle. It's what I'm doing with the Dawn of Books. Um, and throughout the whole time, I just, you know, I wouldn't worry about the no's and the missteps. And I would just sort of keep pressing on and make sure I was in constant motion. And by the way, the last thing I want to say is I don't really need the 500 bucks. I could probably do that for 50 bucks and give, give the rest away. Love that. And let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Sure, man. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you because this has been great coming on the show and I've, I've been a big fan for a long time. So, so thank you, JLD yeah. and thank you, Fire Nation, everyone listening. And, um, the best way to, to figure out everything that I'm doing and get in touch with me is to just go to my website, which is, um, www.jtev.me. 
jtev.me. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JTev and JLD today. So keep up the heat <laughs> and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jesse in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. His books will be linked up there. His recommended resource and book will be there. Of course, his website, jtev.me. You can go directly there as well. And I just want to say, Jesse, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, man. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're ready to share your voice and message with the world, freepodcastcourse.com is for you. Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast for free and ignite.